Okay, I'm liking that. We'll keep it for the Patreon listens. <laughs> Little girls, this seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon, are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And we're back in the car. Yes. Just back from seeing from the Stella. Um our stomping ground where we've just been to see see how they run. Yes. That was what it was called, wasn't it? Yes. yes, see how to run. Which you had said last week we will probably be doing in our next podcast. And I said, oh no, we'll do something yeah. else. And then I mentioned it to, to my significant other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should go see that because I'm not going to see that with Mick. And then when I mentioned it to you, I'd see it with Amy. You were like, no. So then I had to say, Amy. You just named your SO. Oh, shit. <laughs> Leave it in. Do you want me to leave yeah. it in? And then... <laughs> so carefully, trying not to say it. Pause. My significant other. <laughs> and then when I mentioned Amy... <laughs> anyway, okay. then I had to go back to Amy and say, um, you know, actually, I, I'm i going to go see what Mick... She got in a huff because she was like, well, I thought we were going to do that together. And then I was stuck in the middle. I was like... We do loads of things together, <laughs> which she which she responded with. So do you and Meg, and I was just like, okay. not quite the same things. No, we don't play football together. Exactly. That's yeah. that's where my mind was going. Where the limits are. <laughs> Those are the boundaries. Exactly. Anyway, yes, we've just been back from this, and we said yeah. we weren't gonna go. Into well, no, I I was always intending on doing this. Like going to see it and to go and see it at the Stella. As soon as I heard of it, I said, this is a Stella film that we are going to see. That's not a um, review, by the way. He didn't. It's not a stellar film. It's just a film for the Stella cinema. Yeah. Stella as opposed to stellar. Yeah. Just because just to clarify for people who haven't been listening to us for a long time, that the Stella is a cinema kind of like in the style of the 1920s. So it's like armchairs, all that jazz. Um, very cool. Yeah. Anyway, it's a just it's a luxury cinema. Exactly. You pay top price. You pay to, well, it's twenty one euro a ticket, whereas opposed to normal cinema might be twelve or thirteen. Yeah. But it's so well worth it. Yeah. Because it's just, it's it's an experience. It's wonderful. Like yeah. And I mean, people who have listened to us before are probably sick of hearing us go on about how much yeah. we love the cinema. But we love the cinema. At least we're not trying to sell you stuff on this podcast. <laughs> But we can. We can. If the right just sponsor comes us. Yeah, Just email us. <laughs> <laughs> just noticing that that went up a bit there. Um, yeah, anyway. Anyway, so anyway, so we're back in the car park across the road, having just seen this film in this wonderful cinema. Was it a wonderful film for you, Marina, to see in the cinema? Um, it was good. It was, it was in the same way that Downton Abbey was that kind of like entertaining. No, I'm not comparing the two in... in, in in relation to quality, I am just saying that it's that nice feel goody kind of film. Yeah. 
Like it's a real It's entertaining And because obviously I love Agatha Christie That kind of like That that touch a soft spot In my little heart And I was very happy And content Sitting there Watching this film <laughs> Well yeah I mean that's And that's exactly right It is a good comparison With Downton Abbey In that It's again It's a luxury film Yeah Like it's a period yeah. film This is in, the 19, in 1952 And So it has all the detail And it's just Romantic and pleasant And you're not expecting Anything too serious Or dramatic And it's yeah. meant It's light hearted It's yeah. meant to be funny And entertaining um, But it's still Like Downton Abbey you just don't take seriously in any yeah. way whereas this it's a good film yeah it's, it's a, a very quality, good, yeah. like I mean it's an, it's well written well yeah. done I wouldn't say much for the mystery plot no I would uh, see I don't think you see I don't think because I I could kind of see it being like trying not to be Agatha Christie but at the same yeah. time trying to do loads of because it, it was basically just just as a quick summary for people you can probably hear my jacket making loads of noise um but it's basically sir sharonan is a police constable from scotland yard and who gets together with um sam rockwell who is an inspector not chief inspector just inspector um, <laughs> as Saoirse makes the point herself <laughs> yes. regularly um and because there's a murder that happened during the well after the play of mousetrap by agatha christie by agatha christie and as if you read Agatha Christie, you'll know that um, a lot of the times the suspects are all in the same room. There's a couple mm. of books of hers that, are, well, that I've read that. There's a that. template to a certain yeah. extent in a lot of her work. And this is kind of like that, but I can see how they were trying not to be, but also trying to be making references to it. It's loads yeah. of levels of references here, but trying to be its own film. Which, well, I think it failed on that score. Yeah. Because the problem is, it can't be actress because she's just too good. Yeah. In that score. So it is, as you said, like there's a number of suspects. Yeah. All might, they're all have good motives, motives yeah. and likelihood and opportunities and so on. But A, you're not actually that interested. I wasn't. No. Not well, really I, know, I guess I straight away. Did you? Yeah. All right. I didn't because this is what I thought was all the information about the killer. Yeah, and why the person did it came right at the end. There was no hint of it along the way. Now there was okay. Maybe was it on the basis of it's the most unlikely suspect or something like that? Um, well, it generally because again, if you read Agatha Christie, you think of a suspect and you're like, no, but that's too obvious. But then again, it's very Agatha Christie for you to think it's too obvious, rule it out, and then it is that one. You yeah. know that kind of way. So it's like she has you like spinning webs in your own head, trying to like figure out what the hell is going on. But there's reason, and I'll tell you why later, because I don't want to ruin it for everyone. Um, they do urge us at the end not to give it all away. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I just... Yeah, there's a reason why. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. Well, well done. Because <laughs> as Thank I you. said, I thought it was a case of... But again, if that was Agatha Christie writing that, I wouldn't have guessed it. Oh, yeah. But that's well, that's, that's the thing. Point. Yeah. But I, mean, I just felt to say, oh, that's together. All right. Like yeah. there was no shock horror. Oh my God, that's an amazing revelation because it wasn't even a revelation. Yeah. It was, as I said, all this It would have been great if it was Agatha Christie herself. <laughs> who appears in this Yeah, who <laughs> appears in the film. Um, uh, that would have been a great little... Well, this was, I thought the way it was going was that it was going to be like a sort of Quentin Tarantino alternative universe type thing mm. because they had real people in there like Agatha Christie herself, yeah. her husband, who was an archaeologist. Yeah. Um, and also there was Richard Attenborough 
the actor, remember the yeah. actor thing. Like, I don't think he was like that, the way he's portrayed in that. Like, there was sort of, there was a lot of people in that were yeah. real people. That, they didn't even need to have them in there as real people. They could have yeah. had anyone acting in the play. So I was saying, oh, it's just going to go somewhere. I didn't know, because that's why I thought, yeah, maybe they are going to kill off Agatha Christie in this. Yeah. Or something like no, that. I no, I thought she was going to be the killer. Oh, right. Because, well, they, that, did, yeah, because they didn't do the play properly. Yeah. And or whatever. And she was going through some sort of like, that she, that she would, sp- because she, um, she, okay, let me just start again because my words are, aren't coming out today. Um, You're speaking Belgian. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's an in-joke in the film. Yes. So she has said several times, and I've read this, where she writes the story in a way that even it's difficult for her to figure out the killer. She needs, like, if she, she said it once that she likes to read it and see if she would have figured it out that quickly. And okay. if she would have, she would change it. Like, that's that's how she, she wanted to be that complicated that no one would figure out and it would be a twist at the end. Yeah. So I thought that this was what was going to be that, because he even mentioned it when she was doing the dishes. She's trying to think of how to end the next one and, and right. all this. And I thought, oh, she could be a killer. Um, which would have been great because then it would be like her ultimate, like, ultimate no one expected this kind of thing, you know, and like she would finish it off because not even she expected it herself. Um, you know, that, anyway, that's that would have been very good, I, I thought. But uh, look, it doesn't matter really because at the end, I like the how the her living room resembled the stage. Yes. I, I thought that, that was that very was so well done. Good. Yeah. Like all the bits of... We're leading to that. Like, yeah. I mean, the denouement of this story was exactly the same as in Agatha Christie. Like, they're all assembled. Yeah. And we reveal who the killer is and so on. Um, But as I said, yeah, it was just... It's just a killer. And then mm. at that point... But by looking at that, I knew when we found out who the killer was, it was just going to be, oh, right. I wasn't going to be bothered because yeah. I was just enjoying the film for everything else. Like, the period detail, mm. the clever script at times... Um, but particularly the performances. Yeah. I mean, both of them, Sam Rockwell yeah. and Saoirse Rona was spectacular. She yeah. was so good in it. Her, she, I don't know if I've seen her do comedy before, but she was hilarious. Well, she this. did Wes Anderson. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, she was doing very like yeah. what she's done there. Yeah. But the timing was great. Even that scene in the lift where the two of them are going yeah. up in the Savoy <laughs> and she's just looking around her and so on. And mm. you just see it. She's in awe. Yeah. But she's, Suppressing it, yeah, and it was just so funny. Oh, I, lo- I love the bit where she's writing everything down. And he goes, "Do you write everything down? No, only the things I think are going to be important. And how do you know it's going to be important? Well, I write it in the notebook, and then later on, when I realize it's important, I can see that it is in the notebook. So you write everything in the notebook. Yes, <laughs> I write everything in the notebook. I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. Oh. That's a typical mind of an ADHDer. <laughs> no, she she was just. Really yeah. good at that, uh, like with phraseology like that, and yeah. even the and then it was like we just mentioned about Belgian jokes, whatever. When one person she asked, "What part of France are you from?" and he says, "Belgium." Yeah, and then she says later on, when someone says something in French, she said, "That's Belgian." Yeah. <laughs> and all I could think very of witty and funny little lines like oh, she yeah. has, and yeah. she did them so well. Yeah. And all I could think of, it's a bit like say, "That's Brazilian." Yes, <laughs> like yeah, that, which actually thinking. was asked this morning by one of. Um, my 11 year olds I don't have children (laughs) (laughs) as I was saying people are going to think I have children at 27 I have an 11 year old -old. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you have a bunch of them. A bunch of them, yeah. I have about. Well, you better fairly quickly explain okay, what you have. No, I I coached uh, an under 11s team of girls, and one of them asked me today. She's like, "You speak Brazilian." <laughs> 11 I know but no but it was sweet because she was just really confused about my accent and she was like you speak Brazilian and I was like yes I do I've lived here for nine years and you know she's like oh wow she's like you're very Irish I was like oh okay and she's like that's a compliment (laughs) so sweet like, you, you didn't feel like correcting her and say that it wasn't Brazilian. It was just. I, well, Anna did. Anna is my co-coach. Uh, uh-huh. So she coaches the girls with me and she's also Brazilian. And she said we speak Portuguese. I'm um, really confused girl together. Yeah. No, she just went, ah, oh, and started running <laughs> after a ball. <laughs> Their attention span. That becomes so much more important. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. They, they don't. I don't think they really care. <laughs> children anyway yeah. back to the film yes well I, there were a lot of bits in there that could have been referenced to us in some way like first of all there was the scene in the well the scene with the banana oh as yes. soon as the banana came up and you just looked away in horror yeah and i was thinking at the same time i said yeah 1950s a lot of cardigans around <laughs> in that time but particularly because uh, when they d- were talking about the scriptwriter was talking about the worst thing you can do in a script yes. is have flashbacks. He said it's so lazy. And I mean, this is what I have been saying to you. We've probably said it like, "Hey, flashbacks." Well, hey. you more so than me. Yeah, I was giving you credit, but anyway, help them out. All right, me. Well, I've never mentioned of doing flashbacks. You just agreed with me, haven't you? Yeah. Whatever you want. Well, let's be honest. In 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 the situation where the two of us are working on a film, chances are you are going to be the director, and I'm going to be the behind the camera. So whatever you say goes. I don't mind. I'm so glad that that's on record. Yes. For all our audiences in Taiwan to hear, as we're getting a lot of listens here lately. All right. Hello, Taiwan. <laughs> yes. When they go up with this, when he launches this diatribe about. Um, it stops the film when they put in flashbacks and then just the, and you were laughing and yeah. looking at me and then he just puts a person and then when they put a caption up saying one week later that's what this exact it is and actually so exactly funny. what you said um, yeah brilliant <laughs> yeah loads of little things that like we just kept looking over at each other yeah. and laughing <laughs> well I thought uh, one thing I was very concerned about like you didn't know going in it was about the mousetrap like the mousetrap no, was yeah. being staged and this no because I try not to read anything about this film yeah. and I was doing the same I was trying yeah. to, but I mean I heard this so many times the, tr- the ad for it on the radio mm. and they mentioned the mousetrap and I was part of me was thinking was, ah yeah but hopefully it's not based on a mousetrap which I hope it isn't because we're planning on going to see it yeah. soon they gave away or if they did they made a lot of reference to plot developments of the mousetrap yeah. scenes which I was a bit weird of saying, no, I don't want to know this yeah. I want to concentrate on this film don't want to need more stories that, I was so. scared they were going to reveal the killer well they couldn't possibly but yeah like, that's what I was, yeah. I was like I, I was thinking will they because that wouldn't be nice for people who haven't seen it well, and then you're revealing it like well particularly for that yeah. like whatever about any other Agatha Christie story mm. or whatever but this this is like they even said in the film the whole point of the play yeah why it's been running for so long is because no one knows who does it yeah. who did it until they see it yeah they don't tell anyone else they even say in the play they have the, prof- the actor come on stage and say please don't tell anyone so we can keep it going if yeah. and that's what they've been able to keep it going for 70 years yeah because no one's revealed it whereas most other actors see somewhere someone has yeah. mentioned it but I've never so that's what oh no about. I never reveal it to anyone oh, oh no but no but I mean people you would see actress yourself has had um, Poirot books 
where later on he just like he he reveals who did it in Death on the Nile in another book. Ah, okay. Because she's assuming people have already read it, whereas people right. might not necessarily be reading it in order. But in this case, like this, this is sort of like the trick of the mousetrap is that it's never revealed. Mm. And that's why I said, please don't give away too much about yeah. the plot. Like they, they, I said, so now when we see this particular character, when we do go and see the play, well, she's not long for this world. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna watch. Yes. So was it as good as you expected, or better or worse? Um, I had no expectations. So, and that's not a bad thing. It was just because I didn't read anything. Uh-huh. Obviously, you kind of have a little bit of it because of Saoirse Ronan and Sam Rockwell. Like when you see those two names, yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, yeah, but no. But I mean, like those two names are kind of um, very big. And the guy who plays, what is his name, Copernico or something, the director. The guy who, um, Adrian Brody. Yeah. He's in Wes Anderson films as well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I was actually thinking that, well, everyone in the world is in the Wes Anderson film at some stage, I think. There's so well, not many. really. There's a few that just repeat themselves. Right. But I mean, it's something like the Grand Budapest Hotel. There's a huge cast in that. Yeah, but it's no. like, it's just, there's a few that repeat themselves. Like Bill Murray is always in a Wes Anderson film. Right. You know, that kind of way. Um, yeah. Who else? What's your man's name that did uh, Monsieur Gustave? Oh, what's oh, in, his name? In the film. In, yeah, who also Ray did. Ray Fiennes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ralph, actually. It's spelled Ralph, but it's pronounced Rafe. Is it? Yes. Oh, wow. We learn something new every day, people. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Being yeah. around for, a few for about 20 years in film, but never mind, you've now learned how to pronounce Tilda Swinton as well. You have a few people that just repeat themselves in his films. Yeah. And you have every... every I suppose. Yeah. Had Sam Rockwell been in any of his films? It could well be. <laughs> I'd have to check. Like I He might so. might have been before he's famous or whatever. Well, anyway. But, yeah. Um, so it did exceed my expectations. It was a lovely film, and it's the kind of film that I can see myself, like just sitting on the couch and cozing up and watching again. With a significant other. With, yes, no, <laughs> it's out there. Anyway, <laughs> or we could just blank it all if you want. Okay, <laughs> you need to discuss all this with Teresa before this goes out tonight. Why? All right, fine. I'm not giving away what she does for a living. No. <laughs> so could easily have done, given the context. Um, well, I would say yes. that it lived up to my expectations, didn't necessarily exceed them. It's just exactly what I wanted yeah. and hoped. Yeah. And But, I mean, it was, it was everything was there for... Like, it's, it's almost as if they were waiting for something like the Stella to be open for a film. Yeah, like yeah, this. exactly. Because yeah. it's just a comfortable Agatha Christie type film to watch where it doesn't matter who did it or what or whatever it's just the way it's done yeah so I will give it stars I would give it four stars out of five yeah I think I would give it in 8.5 out of 10 fair enough yeah okay well we'll leave it there nicely within 20 minutes yep and we're trying to keep our podcast nice and succinct yes at this point yeah. um, but next week we will be back to doing streaming services again yes uh, we, have, we have to discuss it okay, afterwards uh, to explain streaming services so people don't think that we're streaming we're streaming something <laughs> reviewing streaming uh, yeah we're reviewing things like Netflix Apple TV Disney Plus um, Prime Video that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, so yeah I've been watching a few things I'd like to share so very good yeah so I look forward to hearing what you recommend. Me too, Michael. Okay. Oh, and I should throw out a mention for since it's now over the Mead Film Festival. Oh was yes, yesterday, Saturday. Uh, so the Mead Film Festival was yesterday yeah. in the Solstice Centre in Lavin and was a big success. 
it really went well. Nothing Brilliant. went wrong at all, which Brilliant. I was stunned by. All the films played perfectly. Everything was on time. Um, on Colin Kuhn was the final film, which we will have to review at some point. I'll talk about that. Um, and it was sold out. And um, bear in mind, this film has been out since February. That uh, was Q and A afterwards. That everything it just went perfectly. It was a brilliant for the first time ever to have done it. Yeah. And so kudos. how was the, how was the sixty second film? They were really good. Yeah. And and they were made by kids. Like these are school children. The winner, one of the winners, was an eleven-year-old guy, Rory O'Connor. I think his name is Rory. Was his first name anyway, and he made a, about three films with um, Lego stop motion, and they were hilarious. They were genuinely really good. There was some Brilliant. like the films were actually very very good. I was yeah. really surprised. Um, like not really surprised but I mean given that there's so many crap short films out there that we've yeah. seen ourselves at Dublin Film Festival this was all they were all some outstanding ones and I of course was in one of them I was, oh. in, I was an extra in Shun O'Connor's oh, yeah. film yeah. Irreverence which is pretty much the last one that was shown and Shun is the head of MFC of the Meat Film Collective and it was basically kudos to her for this festival because she did most of the work the rest of us helped out but we had a great time that's a great success. Yes. And next year, we're going for two days, hopefully. We'll Brilliant. See. Very good. I got a cake out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Those were supposed to be for people. Like that. I wasn't supposed to reveal that. I stole that cake. And then he told me that he ate four when he was Yeah, there. I ate four myself. Because <laughs> Bakelicious provided free cakes. And it was very good. There were fabulous so, cakes. Yeah, <laughs> you can sponsor actually, us now yourself yeah. if you want. No, We're not even really looking good. for sponsorship, but we're just giving it away. Yep. Okay, so thank you for listening this week. Yep. Um, join us in hopefully another fortnight for our next podcast. Yep. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Also, follow us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> it's at SpoilerAmaPod. Right. Oh, yeah, we're expanding yeah. that now. I'm trying to get our logo onto... I don't know why I'm saying this to the microphone, but, yeah, we're trying to get the logo onto the iTunes. I'm having loads of trouble with Apple. And hopefully soon enough we'll be on Spotify. Yeah. So yeah, and Patreon and all that. So loads of good things coming. <laughs> Patreon. I'm dying to see how that will work. Yeah. yeah, we've had two hits on Patreon in the past year alone. <laughs> Have a bit of faith, Michael. I do. All right. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>